Good afternoon, and on behalf of the Manufacturer and Business Association and Money Radio WPSE, thank you for joining us for Business Today with the MBA. I'm your host, Karen Torres, Executive Editor of the MBA Business Magazine, and I'd like to welcome a special guest to the studio, Captain Bill Sabatini of the U.S. Brig Niagara Flagship Niagara League. A warm welcome to you. We're so glad you could join us. I'm glad to be here. Well, the NBA has a great relationship with the flagship Niagara League, and we're glad you are here to talk about some important information regarding a very exciting event in our region for residents and our businesses that has a profound economic impact, Tall Ship Siri 2022. But before we get started, we'd like to familiarize our listeners with your background. So, Bill, you've been captain of the Niagara since 2014, but you started your career with the flagship Niagara League in 2005. Could you describe your background and your sailing experience? Sure. I actually started sailing uh, when I was about 14 years old on tall ships. I went to a high school called Tabor Academy in Marion, Massachusetts, and I sailed on the Tabor Boy for four years while I was there. I also sailed on other schooners as sort of summer jobs. And then for my senior project, I, I rebuilt a, an old wooden boat and uh, sailed it up, uh, up and down the New England coast. Then went to a school called Maine Maritime Academy in Castine, Maine, where I continued to sail on a schooner that was up there. And I have a degree in small vessel operations with a concentration in sail training. And sail training is what we do on Niagara. And uh, after I graduated, I got a job on Niagara as the third mate in 2005. I did that for a year, then I was second mate for two years, then chief mate for six years, and then captain until uh, about 2018 was when I was uh, transitioning from captain to executive director, and now I'm going to be uh, sailing as captain again this summer. So uh, it's uh, been a pretty good ride. I've been with the organization now for 17 years, and this will be my 18th summer with Niagara. That's a lot of an impressive experience, and I know you've sailed here and far, you know, you'd sail in the Caribbean, West Coast. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So I actually have had the opportunity of sailing all over the place. I've crossed the Atlantic twice. I've sailed in the Baltic Sea. I've sailed on the West Coast all the way from Alaska down to Mexico. I've sailed on tall ships. I've sailed on tankers. I've done, you know, some, like I said, commercial work. The trip across the Atlantic was pretty amazing. Not gonna lie, that was uh, a very, very unique experience. And uh, also had the chance of sailing all around the Caribbean for a whole winter when I was working down there. So on the East Coast, I've sailed from Venezuela all the way up to Nova Scotia. So it's really been a pretty cool trip uh, that I've done. I've, I figure it's well over 100,000 miles that I've sailed. I have something like close to 2000 days at sea I've been I've been doing this a long time. It's it's really my passion, and I love being able to take other people out sailing with me. And what we do in Niagara is is truly amazing. You know, it can be transformative what we do with Niagara. We've also been able to sail on Letty G. Howard these past uh, four years, and Letty has now become a part of Erie's downtown and Erie's Bayfront, and really a, a permanent fixture on the waterfront by sailing every day. Every sunset picture you see. Uh, taken off at Dobbins has Letty in the foreground, which is a pretty cool thing now. And it's truly amazing. And I have to say, I love watching the ship sail. And I want to say with the U.S. Brig Niagara, 
What a rich history here in the Great Lakes. So tell us more about the Brig Niagara. Obviously, our listeners are far and wide. If they don't know, if you could tell them a little bit more about the Brig Niagara. I can. So Niagara was built in 1813, and it was built for the Battle of Lake Erie, built here in Erie, Pennsylvania. And all this was part of the War of 1812. So the ship was built, as well as the rest of the squadron, to fight the British. So War of 1812, United States against the British, and we wanted control over the Great Lakes. By that time in 1813, the British had taken Detroit. They'd also taken Dearborn, which is now Chicago. So the British had control over Lake Erie, Lake Huron, and also Lake Michigan. And if we could find the British and defeat them, we'd have control of the Great Lakes. Well, a little bit of a spoiler, we won. We brought the ships back to Boeing Bay. And the true meaning of the Battle of Lake Erie, it really set up the geography of our country. Because had we lost the Battle of Lake Erie, when we had the Treaty of Ghent, which is what ended the War of 1812, then there'd be no reason for the British to give back the Great Lakes or any of the cities that had been taken. So the southern border of Canada and the northern border of the United States would be somewhere south of where I am right now in Erie and also you know, south of Cleveland. And the entirety of the Great Lakes would be part of Canada. As I like to tell everybody, it's because of the Battle of Lake Erie is the reason all of us don't speak Canadian now. <laughs> very true, Captain Bill, very true. And now the Niagara, I know, is internationally recognized. It's one of the finest sailing programs in the U.S. So can you tell me a little bit about that and also the flagship Niagara League and all the programs you provide? Sure. So... We've been running a sail training program, and what sail training is, is not necessarily that we're teaching people how to be tall ship sailors. What we're doing is we're bringing people onto a ship and making them part of a crew and showing them what it's like to truly do something amazing together. So what we're teaching is teamwork. We're teaching self-confidence. We're, we're teaching leadership, but in a way that is a little bit different. We teach leadership in that first you have to learn how to follow. Because you've never effectively followed somebody, how can you truly lead? So you start off at the lowest level, you know, it is just a, a cog in the wheel. And slowly you start to learn, you start to pick things up, and you start to be a member of the crew. And you look up and you see the, the beautiful sails and, and the whole aspect of it is happening, and you know that you're a part of it. And then you take that experience and you translate that to the rest of your life. So that's what sail training is really about. It's about using an experience under sail to make yourself a better person as you go forward. And we've been doing this here with Niagara really since 1992, 93, is when Captain Walter Ripka, who was the first captain here, uh, actually technically the second captain, but the, uh, the, that captain came and developed the sail training program. He put together a program that was all volunteer at the time, and he developed a program that had a reputation. I came in in 2005, and I took over the full program in 2015. We've won Sail Training Program of the Year, both in 2010 and in 2015, and we're very proud of the program that we've, we've put together. Uh, I go to conferences both here in the United States and also in Europe, and we're involved in Sail Training International. Uh, which is the international body that sort of 
puts together all of the races and everything that happens, you know, in Europe and over in Asia. And we are recognized as one of the finest programs. And people will come from all over the world to Erie, Pennsylvania for the chance of sailing on the Brig Niagara. That's been the ship's program. Now, the flagship Niagara League is the nonprofit that has been here to support first the ship and then the museum. So the league was created in 1982 and was created to get the ship built. Then once the ship was built to operate the ship and to support the operations of the vessel. Then in 1998, the flagship Niagara League helped to support the Erie Maritime Museum as well. And over the course of uh, now 40 years of the flagship Niagara League, we have successfully been able to support the museum, support the, the ship, develop a world-renowned sail training program, and created Tall Ships Erie. Now, Tall Ships Erie actually started back in the 90s. So earlier we were talking to Rebecca Grimaldi, who was running Tall Ships Erie um, when we did it twice back in the 90s. We took uh, some time off in the 2000s and brought it back in 2010. And we've done it every three years uh, since then. Well, I know we're all looking forward to Tall Ships Erie 2022. And it's set for August 25th through the 28th. So what else should we know about this exciting event? It's, I mean, I know everyone is a buzz about it. Tall Ships Erie 2022 presented by Highmark is truly going to be a spectacle for our community. We're going to be bringing ships in from all over the world for everybody here and in our region and really from all over the country. We get people that come in from all over the place. We just had a couple of tickets that were sold from a couple of people in Massachusetts that wanted to make the ride out to see the ships. And I like to describe it. It's kind of like somebody just brought the space shuttle down State Street or down Main Street. It's very exciting. And the businesses that are, are obviously the economic impact, the flurry of people who are coming to our town and our region, it's very exciting. It is. The economic impact is, is pretty amazing. We estimated it was close to like six to $8 million in the economic impact in 2019. There was about 100,000 people that came into Erie for that weekend, including the, the parade of sale on Thursday. We had businesses downtown that weren't even part of the festival that had their best weekend ever. Not just best weekend in 2019, just best weekend ever. Uh, because so many people are coming to the region because it's a weekend festival. And, you know, people spread out from the Bayfront. I remember looking at the, going into like one of the Expedia or Hotels.com just uh, the, you know, the week before Tall Ships Erie just to see what uh, hotels were available. There wasn't a hotel room available within, I think, something like 25 or 30 miles of Erie. It's you know, wonderful. So, so many people in. And the exposure of Tall Ships Erie for our sponsors and the people that, the companies that get involved is vast as well because you're not just hitting an Erie audience. You're hitting a regional audience. You know, we draw a lot of people up from Pittsburgh. Uh, in 2022, for this event, we're going to be drawing people down from Buffalo because they don't get an event this year. They had one in 2019. So we're going to be drawing from both Pittsburgh and Buffalo. And like I said, we're pulling from all over the Commonwealth. We're going to be pulling from Ohio and New York. It's really going to be a, a really big draw. 
and the amount of exposure that our, our sponsors get is pretty amazing. And on top of that, our sponsors get receptions on the ships. And I think that is one of the most unique things that you can do for your, your customers, your vendors, your employees, to show them something that's truly amazing and you know something that's really be un unforgettable. And Captain Phil, for businesses that want to get involved, and a lot of them do, there's so many opportunities, including the maritime marketplace, food truck service. What other ways can our businesses, employers in the region get involved with tall ships? Yes, our maritime marketplace is actually an excellent opportunity as well, because we have the entirety of the Bayfront Convention Center, you know, the, the huge grand hall. And we have businesses from all over the place that are coming in, uh, set up a booth, and they can sell right there, or they can get their message out, uh, meet uh, new potential customers. And we try to drive as much of the traffic right through that maritime marketplace. And we try to put things, some of the attractions that we bring in, we try to put in that marketplace area, so it drives more and more people over there. But our, our vendors have done very well over the years. In fact, one year, I was also a vendor back in 2010 when I was chief mate, and I know I did pretty well. I wasn't able to actually uh, work the booth myself, but uh, it, it was a, a really great experience. And the vendors also get to be at the festival and, and walk around and check out the ships and, and be a part of it. So, you know, we've had a lot of fun with that. Uh, we had food trucks in 2019, planning on doing that again. There are more food options on the Bayfront than there were in 2019 but I'm not sure if it's enough. So the food trucks, what they're, what the opportunities that they have is by being down there on or close to the footprint, it provides more opportunities for all of our customers and all of our ticket holders, or even just the people that are coming down to just be a part of it, an opportunity to grab some food and, and gives us a little bit more capacity. And I know there's also marketing opportunities. You have not just receptions. You mentioned that earlier. There's day sales. Tell us a little bit more about the involvement aspect and what they can expect. Yeah, so when a company becomes one of our sponsors, the higher level sponsors are sponsoring a ship to actually come into Erie. And we'll do a press event with the company to announce the new ship that is coming. So we actually hold off on announcing all of the ship's names until we have a sponsor to line up beside that ship. It's a good press event for us. It's a good press event for the organization or the company that wants a sponsor. And then the company gets VIP tickets. They get general mission tickets. They have their, we fly flags and banners around the, the gates for the ship. And there's just uh, overall exposure and, and the opportunity to tell your story and, and get in front of a lot of people. And a lot of people that are, you know, pretty happy to be there who haven't actually spent too much money to get there. So it really is a, a broad spectrum of the population. Well, Captain Bill, what's the best way to learn more about the Niagara League and Tall Ships Erie? Go to our websites. So we have tallshipserie.org is probably the best place to start. And we have sailfnl.org as well. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us for Business Today with the MBA. That was a lot of great information. And if you want to learn more about Tall Ship Series or the flagship Niagara League, you can also read the March 2022 issue of the MBA Business Magazine, where we also highlight this wonderful event and organization. I'm Karen Torres signing off for Business Today with the MBA. Have a great afternoon.